Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Fraser podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 515, Room Service. There's a light. There's a light. You know, light in the tower and the <laughs> Space Needle. Uh-huh. And the opening scene. So we do this podcast called... Uh, about Fraser, called Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs. We uh-huh. just said it a second ago. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you know, like, there's an opening sequence and it says Fraser and it has, like, the Seattle skyline in the background. Uh-huh. And a little thing happens that's different at the beginning of each episode. Uh-huh. And this one has a little blink blink. <laughs> okay. And also, it's kind of a long episode. Is it? Yeah, it's 22 minutes and 41 seconds. Oh. Yeah. They have been one like less commercial. 22.9 lately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like one less commercial mm-hmm. in this episode. Oh, interesting, interesting. You didn't get to see what the green M&M had to say. <laughs> All right, so this episode, it's interesting, it was written by two people. It was written by Ken Levine and David Isaacs. The two of them both wrote for Cheers, and they were creative consultants for a bunch of episodes of Frasier, mm-hmm. but they only each wrote, like, seven episodes, and they wrote most of them together. Mm-hmm. So they wrote, like, the show where Lilith comes back, the show where Sam comes back, hmm. both parts of Adventures in Paradise. Basically, they wrote episodes with Cheers characters yeah, in them, yeah. it seems, uh, and always in a pair, except I think David Isaacs wrote, like, two I mean, other episodes. I mean, was that kind of crunchy? Like, what kind of pair, Bartlett? <laughs> That's uh, the only kind of pair name I can think of. Like an Asian pair? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Asian pairs as pairs mm-hmm. because, one, they don't have that distinctive pear shape. Uh-huh. They have an apple shape. They do have an apple They're shape. They're very, very crisp. And when I think of pears, I think of very, like, a little softer mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then not as crunchy because, like, when they're crunchy, they are not ripe. Like, they're, like, but they're very juicy. Mm-hmm. But they're not as crunchy, you know, they're kind of, like, softer. They have a little more give. I wouldn't know. I never eat pears. I don't well, like them. Well, you're missing out and on life. You're missing I don't, I don't know if out. I am. I don't know. Well, you don't even know if you are. Because, I literally okay, said so, I don't know if I so am. So my mom used to buy these pears, and she told me the name of them was Funny Pears. Um, uh-huh. And for a long time, the spelling of that being F-U-N-I in my head. Uh-huh. I don't know. They're obviously not called Funny Pears. Uh-huh. Especially not F-U-N-I pears. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they could have been. <laughs> I guess, I guess. But it... they don't exist. My mom just did stuff like that all the time. <laughs> but this episode has no pears, funny or otherwise. Nope, nope. Just a pair of writers. Yes. <laughs> not writing in a pair. Not writing in a big, juicy pair together. Just, yes, yes, <laughs> Lilith is back. Yeah, she is. Yeah, Lilith's back, and that might be obvious from the fact that it opens with the title card, The Ice Woman Cometh. Oh, I, I like this episode. I I like that we're getting a throwback to the studio lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's just been so long. It has. So here we are in the studio. He's Bet- actually on a call uh-huh. with Betsy, mm-hmm. and she's talking about like going on a, a cruise, but she's freaked out about it mm-hmm. because she's having some dream about... like water mm-hmm. and, 
And, but at the same time, Roz is like, I really have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And like, Friedrich keeps like waving his hand like, nah, just yeah, wait, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> and like, she's describing this dream and like the water uh-huh. like flowing and, and yeah. she it's, just runs off. Yeah. She's like talking about it starting as a couple of drips, but eventually getting to be a flow that she just can't stop. Okay. <laughs> I've never, this, you've seen this joke in a lot of different sitcoms. Yeah. Like, I definitely have. And like cartoons and stuff. Mm-hmm. I do not, whenever I've had to go to the bathroom, I don't feel like talking about water, hearing water, whatever, made me, like, suddenly have to go more. Yeah, I don't, it it doesn't really have that effect on me either. I don't know if it affects some people. The sound of it might. Yeah, the sound of it might. I could see, like, Well, it's funny because I remember Dave told me before, I hope Dave is okay with me telling the story, that he's had dreams where he was going to the bathroom in a dream and, like, woke up and he was like, I do need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just like, oh, that's so strange. It's never happened to me. Uh-huh. And then that totally happened to me once. And I was like, oh, having the dream. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I need to wake up. Yeah, yeah. this is going to be a bad uh-huh. time for everyone. <laughs> Mostly me. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, that- I think that's really interesting how brains work. Uh-huh. It's just like. You you gotta wake up, and this is me alerting you to yeah. that fact. Yeah, you're you're definitely like that's a real tightrope situation where at any moment, if you're... oh my gosh, can you imagine being on a tightrope and then you have to like pee really bad? <laughs> like that's bad. That is bad. That's, that's a bad. Good. You gotta go like you know when your mom's like, okay, everyone, you go to the bathroom before you leave mm-hmm. leave the house, even if you don't think you need to. Yeah, you go to the bathroom before you go out into the Yeah, tight yeah, rope. that's very important. That's yeah. the number one rule of tightrope walking. Yeah. That's like the first rule. Like, I mean, balancing is definitely an important aspect uh-huh. of it. Mm-hmm. It's probably an even bigger, it's probably even more important in loose rope walking. That's, oh. Because it's more wobbly. Yeah. Tightrope, it's easy. You're not, you're not all shaky, but a loose rope walking, and then it's... I don't, that makes me too nervous. Don't do a loose rope. <laughs> Or whatever it's called. Like, untied at any second. No, no. It's just because it hangs down and it swings back and forth. When yeah, you, no, what? Why are you doing it's, that? It's even more difficult and it's I more know, dangerous. but that's just crazy. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, like, we all thought all oh, that stuff was super cool. You know, like, that's a daredevil thing that I just would make me too anxious to even consider watching. Yeah, I've never really watched many people do that kind of thing. I don't think I've thing. ever, like... I think the only reason I even know about it is because you brought it up to me several times. So Dave is actually an amateur loose rope walker. Uh, yeah, if if I'm any sort of loose rope walker, it would only ever be amateur. Cause, <laughs> well, uh, like, I feel like you've never done... Well, I feel like In it's, the Olympics, though. I'm really good at it. Are you really good at it? I'm really good at it. I'm an amateur so that I can continue to compete in the Olympics. Okay, that's good. Okay, that's good. Olympic loose rope walking. Okay, so you know what? Let's get back to Roz running off to the bathroom Uh because she's she's not on a tightrope. Well, she might be later on, but she's doing the smart thing, right? Going to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So guess who she runs into in the hallway because anyone can get in the studio at any time. Uh It's Lilith. Yep. And they exchange a little... I don't know. Like, it's like old school, like, Niles when he used to always insult Roz. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I'm so bored of this. I am, Like, just stop 
making this comment commentary to Roz, like, yeah. it really just bothers me. It really, yeah. It's not even funny at this point. Right. I don't think I even realized, like, how much of a running gag this was until I started, like, I say this all the time in the show, you just analyze it and you're just like, can you just stop? <laughs> right, It's exactly. not nice. You're not nice. Yeah. Especially because, like, Lilith doesn't even recognize Roz at first, right? You know, because, like, she makes a comment about, like, Roz being, Roz being pregnant, basically, mm-hmm. and... She doesn't know anything about the scenario. You know, like she clearly yeah, wasn't she, already I aware. I mean, she does know one thing, which is she's obviously had to have, you know, a sexy time to, True. to get pregnant. Uh, yeah, but all I'm saying is that, like, the, like, implied insult here is is that she had some sort of, like, it was just because she was having too much fun and a thing like and it happened. She doesn't know what's going on in Roz's life right now. She's just making assumptions. It happens to be the correct one, but like, I think she, maybe that's the thing that makes it the worst. Maybe. Yeah. Like as far as as far as Lilith knows, Roz is just in a like everyone, happy committed relationship and like wanted to have a baby. Like she doesn't know what's going on in this. Well, scenario. I think the thing is, it's just like Roz doesn't really care. Also that, yeah, right. I mean, I think that's actually, it doesn't really matter if, you know, Roz decided to keep the baby, whatever. It doesn't, it shouldn't matter. And like Lilith, I don't understand. A lot of people on the show do that thing of, I'm feeling bad, so I'm going to put someone else down. Yeah, yeah. And and like almost with Niles and Roz, it was kind of funny. It's like almost they're bantering. It's like they, at this point when they do it, mm-hmm. it's it's just like a, an established thing with them. Right, right. And it's like this funny ribbing between like friends, uh-huh. which, you know, like Dave and I do this all the time. Right. But it's like, I we know that we're joking. Right. Lilith doing this is just, just she like, didn't know just who mean. she was. Yeah, she didn't but know. But we she... know that Lilith's mean. She, that's so, true. And anyways, I really like Frasier's like ending the show, uh-huh. and like Lilith just wanders in Roz's booth. Yeah, which I mean, Roz did tell her where to go, basically. Like she did direct her in that, like in that way. But it is a little odd to just sort of like walk into a radio booth in the middle of like, or I guess the end of a show. Yeah, um, and so he starts saying the good mental health. Uh huh. But he just says good mental and screams. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It is interesting to me because he mentions that you know someone scared him, and if you're, it was his ex-wife. So if you're a regular listener, you'll understand that. Which like, <laughs> it makes me wonder just what stories he's told about her. Like we, he's referenced the fact multiple times that listeners know about his ex-wife, mm-hmm. but I don't know that we've ever heard specific things that he said about her. He doesn't her. really have a lot of nice things to say about her. No, he doesn't. That's true. But I just wonder, are there specific things he's told the listeners? Like, what are those things? And, like, how have they come up? So that if you're a regular listener, you're just like... Well, I'm guessing, like, he's probably pretty open about his divorce. So when people call about divorce, you probably talk about it. That's true. Anyway, so Lilith kind of gives this reason for being there. This The National Conference on Self-Psychology, which you would think Niles or Fraser would know you about. You would think so, yeah. But, you know, it's all just a, a lie anyways. Yeah. Because Fraser asks, like, you know, how's Freddy? Which you would think Fraser would know how Freddy mm. is. Well, maybe, maybe he doesn't know because he never sees Freddy ever. That's true. Like, but it's weird. It was like Freddie was like showing up all the time, and then suddenly like, nah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, not anymore. Mm-hmm. 
And then he asks how Brian is, and when she she says at first okay, mm-hmm. and then not okay. Yeah. And she just breaks down. She starts crying, and we find out that Brian left her for basically uh, a man that was repairing their house, mm-hmm. or like he was remodeling their bedroom. Yeah, yeah. The joke here being that Brian left her for someone more feminine. Uh huh. Yep. And it and it's like, huh? Yeah. This has been an ongoing mm-hmm. kind of joke in this show. Yeah, it has. Yeah. It, again, the assumption being that if you're not if you're not a straight man, then you're very very feminine and do like I don't know. He does. She doesn't specifically say anything about like. Well, I think the joke here is that Lilith is not feminine. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like people want to. One, I think, uh, I don't know the actress that plays Lilith. Uh, B.B. North. Okay. Yeah. I, I find her really attractive, mm-hmm. and I, and I think, like, I mean, they have her character wear these suits because she's just, like, very science, and, like, she's very, she doesn't have, she doesn't put forth, like, a lot of emotion. Right. You know, like, she's very, like, textbook kind of science lady that doesn't, she doesn't like let her emotions get the best of her, right. essentially, and and I think that's fine. Yeah. And but it's like as we see later on, one Fraser is still very much attracted to right. to Lilith. Two, she when she like puts on the dress and she puts that effort into like uh-huh. being sexy. Right. We've seen her be sexy before. She just always you know it's like anyone like it's like. You know, everyone has, like, a sort of an everyday appearance, mm-hmm. right? Right. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, I want to look sexy, super good, because it's, like, New Year's Eve, or it's a birthday party, or whatever. Right. And then people are like, ooh, you look good. Yeah. Because you're, you're putting in, which is not to say you can't, like, look sexy in your everyday. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And, but it's like, when you're putting in that extra effort, because you... You want your your you have that idea of yourself being right. sexy, and that's part of being sexy is having that confidence right. too. Right. Right. And and I mean, there's lots of reasons to for a person to choose to like put forward that like one look in a certain place, you know, yeah, in a certain yeah. place and a look in another. It may have something to do with being accepted in your career. Yeah. Um. You know, it may just be so that the focus when you're working or when you're doing a certain thing isn't on your like your appearance when it comes like like knowing that you can look good and you can have that look but you're you don't want that to be a part of this mm-hmm. part of your life and so you say like no this is how i dress and this well i think it's interesting because like lilith literally puts her hair down yes like she has her hair in a bun mm-hmm. and then it's like which is her like academic look and then she literally puts her hair down when yeah. she's trying to convey like a certain kind of different look. Right. But I also want to say like I kind of want to commend Brian for coming out of the closet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I I feel bad for Lilith yeah. that her husband left her under sort of not great terms. Like right. it's not a very nice thing the way he did it. Right. But you know, that's I, I'm he not... found who he is, and he came, yeah. and he made it, and it's public now, and he's willing to just say this is. But this is also with, like but... another season five, like cutting ties with everyone yeah. again, yeah. because like Brian was like the person we met mm-hmm. on the like beach right. one resort, right? And like now he's gone. Yep. No, it's interesting because like 
we've heard about him a few times, but I think we only actually saw him in that episode, right? Like, because mm-hmm. like we heard about him when they were getting married. There was, I think, one other episode where she talked about him, but you didn't see him. Right. And then this, yeah, it's like, like I understand choosing to cut ties with a character because you're not going to sign that actor again for the next... Right. Like, you do, you decided not to sign them, and so you write it in that they're not part of it anymore. But, like, that actor hasn't been on the show really... They're just trying to shake things up this season. It's I very, guess. But for the character that isn't even really on the show. Well, I think Frasier does a really good job of trying to, like, help Lilith through, like, she's feeling bad, invites her out mm-hmm. to attend a reception at... The Union Club, which sounds like the most generic name of all time. Like, yeah. come to this reception at, you know, generic club name. <laughs> yeah. At, at the club club. Yeah. At, you know, the club club. The meeting place. <laughs> yes, the meeting place. The the group foods. Group foods. That's... Oh, man, that's my fave <laughs> restaurant. It's like a buffet. Uh-huh. Yeah, group the, foods. It does have that, like... Um, community style dining, or like, what is it called? Like, where you have, like, are all at one big long table? No. Family style? No, that's like a way of eating. I don't know. I really, okay. I'm sorry. I, this is where I become too American. I'm so awkward about sitting with other people. Oh, yeah. No, I can't. I can't. I mean, I can do it, but it's also like very hard to have a conversation because I feel like you're in a direct competition with the people next to you having a conversation. (laughs) So you either have to like whisper like really quietly, Mm -hmm. like, or like, and then these people are like, I hate mushrooms and yeah. blah, 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 ramen soup. I like that you said that because I was literally thinking of a time that we were at Wagamama and there was a conversation right next to us about a woman talking about her mushroom allergy. And I couldn't focus on the conversation we were having because with there being a woman at our table right next to us talking mm-hmm. about her allergy, I was just constantly thinking about that. Where like It's very distracting. It is. I feel like if there was just if those if they were the tables had been cut into two and it had been moved six inches away, yeah, I would have been able to focus. I would because it would have been this isn't a person at my table. It's just like yeah, but this is like basically someone you're eating lunch with these other people. Yeah, yeah. And unless you're like, I, I think that's the thing. Is just like oh, if we started being in a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. It would be one thing, but no. You just pretend there's an invisible barrier between yeah. you. Like, th- these other people don't exist there to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, hello. Yeah. I'm here. I understand we're all trying to be in a bubble, but we're in this restaurant mm-hmm. where there's no bubbles. Right. And let's, like, be a community. That's what they I want. Wanna. I don't want to. No, yeah. we're supposed to be neighboring with them. Yeah. Um, We're going to end up moving in together. Like, on the sim- and when you play The Sims, you can talk to someone for, like, five minutes and ask them to move in with you. <laughs> yeah, but this is real life. And I, what I want is to talk to you for five seconds to get you to move farther down away from me. <laughs> yeah, just, like, get away from yeah. me. I do not know you. You are a stranger. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we are told, like, as children to not like strangers, to avoid strangers, yeah. but here you are at the restaurant. The restaurant's just like, no, you're forced to sit next to this person. They could be your enemy. <laughs> they are your enemy now. Uh-huh. I mean, usually at a restaurant like that, you have some sort of say. Like, where if you just want to be like, nah, let's go to literally any other part of this restaurant. No, you know how you can say that? You just don't ever go to that restaurant. <laughs> also that. And we also only ever get takeout from that restaurant. And that's also, the re- reason uh, why, honestly. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Wagon Mama. I love your food. I'm just scared of your community tables. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, you know what? That was a strange interlude. That was a strange interlude. And now here we are in the next section, a <laughs> uh-huh. strange interlude. Yep. So we're at Cafe Nervosa, my favorite place to have a second scene. Uh-huh. So, like, Niles is there and he's eating the bun. And uh-huh. it reminds, like, Fraser makes that joke or something about, like, Lilith because she's got the, yeah. she's got a bun. Yeah, well, because Niles tells her, like, Fraser yeah. thinks it looks good. And Niles is like, you know, remember your diet. And he's like, well, speaking of. I hate that yeah. Fraser is, like, weirdly always on a diet that Niles is constantly reminding him about. Yeah, like. If somebody's on a diet, okay, like, but unless they ask you for your yeah. help, like, let them do their thing. Because that is, like, yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. No, I like, I work with people that, like, I'll sometimes hear one bring up, like, the other one's diet when mm-hmm. that person's going to choose to eat something. Like, somebody brings, like, yeah, cookies or something. Yeah, unless you're, like, diet buddies. Yeah. Like, okay, like, you make something, like, I can't eat any candy bars or, like, candy at work or right. whatever. And right. the other person's like, hey, you don't do it. Don't yeah. give in to your temptations. Yeah, if they're like, help me not Yeah, it's eat like it. going to a gym. It's like when you go to the gym with your friend, you, you're like, oh, I'm feeling really tired. And he's like, well, let's just go to the gym and we'll just be there for 15 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, it's like a motivation. Yeah. But, yeah, this bothers me. Yeah, there's... Just like, let Fraser, you know, one, he's not saying he wants the bun. He's just saying it looks good. Yeah, that's all. That's all. And what you're allowed to do. <laughs> exactly. It's like sometimes when I, I've been in places where I'm like, this smells good and it's totally chicken. Like, I know it's a meat dish mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean I want to eat it. Right, right. I, it just means you're acknowledging that there was a pleasant smell yeah, happening. Yeah, I'm like, in your, that smells in your delicious. Nose parts. Yeah. In my, <laughs> in my nose parts. So Fraser's like filling Niles in mm-hmm. about like, hey, L- you know, Brian left Lilith. Mm-hmm. For another man, in which, like, Niles apparently had a bet with Martin about? Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, I owe Dad $5. Yeah, so I guess, so Martin uh, was, I guess that was what he guessed was going to happen. So, but that's so evil. Yeah, well, okay, I guess I, I'm wondering what the bet was. Because is the bet, how is their marriage going to fall apart? Or is that's the bet, what I'm seeing. Or was it that... Having met Brian, maybe they've met Brian and Martin oh, thought, thought he was gay, uh, and Niles didn't, and that was the bet. Which is also a weird thing to bet on, but slightly less evil than I think your marriage is gonna fail. Okay, okay, like, that might be that might be okay. Yeah, I still think it's an odd thing. I still think it's an odd thing to bet on, mm-hmm. but so this is when we. Niles gets the phone call from, like, the lawyers, mm-hmm. and then we find out about his narcolepsy. Yeah, yeah. Where he just, whenever this divorce stuff is coming up, yeah. about, he just, like, falls asleep. Yeah, because he get, when he gets really stressed, basically. Yeah. Like, it's... Is that a thing that can happen that triggers narcolepsy? That is a thing that we probably should have looked up. I don't know. I've, I'm it... really curious about that. Yeah, I actually didn't even think to look it up. I didn't. I didn't really think about it. I just like accepted it as yeah. a thing. Yeah. Because I don't know if narcolepsy is something that's like caused by like an external trigger. I th- yeah, I, I have thought no idea. it is. I think a lot of times like something causes you to go into that state but yeah. i don't know like how you cure it or if it can be cured or or what know. exactly i feel like i i remember there was somebody like whose blog i used to read who had narcolepsy and as far as i knew 
there wasn't really a cure for it, but mm-hmm. he also had a host of other neurological issues, neurological issues, oh, okay. and like issues with like cell, like the cells creating energy properly, and like oh. a whole bunch of other things that were all sort of combined. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if. It was like, related to other illnesses. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's had. that, like, they couldn't cure this thing, and that thing triggers the narcolepsy, ah. or if it's that narcolepsy is a thing that you just always have. I mean, I it kind of makes sense because, you know, like, when you're really stressed, your body sort of, like, shuts down, which is why I think, like, when you're in a really stressful event, like, you can't remember details correctly because yeah. you get, like, that adrenaline rush. Yeah. And it's, like, hard, unless you're, like actually focusing you're like i'm trying to remember what this person looks like i'm trying to remember like the numbers on this thing right you know like you're actually trying to mentally focus on something right i think it's just your brain is taking in all sorts of things right right so yeah so we find out about his narcolepsy you know he says like they're they're, he's coming over to the club club like Uh they you know lilith is going to join them at the club club that night yeah and then he, Frazier, like, starts talking about how he finds Lilith's vulnerability, like, desirable, mm-hmm. which is kind of creepy worded that way. I didn't yeah. think so in the, when I was watching the episode and when I wrote these notes, uh-huh. but I actually think that's a real thing. Like, it seems sad because it's just, like, she's upset and, right. like, he's finding her, like, sexually, like, that's arousing to him. Yeah. Because I think part of it is, like, you, it's probably triggered from, like, things that happen in the relationship where yeah. he would comfort her maybe and that would lead to yeah. you know other things yeah i guess okay yeah I, there there's a few ways that i could see this coming about and yeah the fact that he says he finds her vulnerability desirable sounds pretty bad especially if what it is is like i am attracted to the fact that you can't like protect yourself right now which is what like one way to yeah look it's at like it. a predator prey kind of yeah. scenario but i think also but, maybe i think the real reasoning is lilith isn't a vulnerable person yeah so she doesn't show her emotions as readily so but, when she's being like the soft kind of crying right. and upset he feels protective of her right and we know Frazier, he's like got the carnal desires <laughs> yeah. you know he just that's what he wants yeah. so i think to him he's just like yes yeah that's what he he wants to like you know help her right okay yeah so i totally could see it being that but another way you could take it is that there's a version of Lilith that almost nobody sees because they see the version that's just her with all of her walls up and mm-hmm. closed off and because this is what I put out to the world. And the only time you see the part that's tender enough to fall in love with mm-hmm. is when that all gets broken down. Like, the, when some, when, like, the vulnerability, it means that, like, she doesn't have every bit of protection up anymore and... You're seeing what's behind it, mm-hmm. and it's more vulnerable because it's not putting up those protections. But it's also who he, like, the part of her that he, like, loved and found attractive. Mm-hmm. So it's like a temporary window into that. So it could, I could see taking it that way also. Yeah. Partially because I'm, even though I rarely give Fraser the benefit of the doubt, I want to sometimes to be like, you're not just gross. Uh, and in this scenario, maybe he's not just gross. Maybe. Well, I mean, did you actually 
write down specifically what he was talking Niles was talking about the lawyer about like about the koi pond yeah so he's he it's hard to say exact I, they never say exactly what the lawyer is saying mm-hmm. but he, but what he does say is we've you know like we've been over that already how dare you she already has the house I'm not even allowed to visit the koi pond I just thought that was a really good quote I, I did too especially because that means like there is a that is emotionally hurtful to him mm-hmm. in some way that he can't go visit the koi. Well, I think, like, that house is important to him and that yeah. life that he had there was important to him. Yeah. And we've talked about this before. Like, he he definitely was in love with Maris. Yeah. And, and I think, like, that life is hard for him to leave behind. Yeah. I'm just curious about, like, his emotional connection specifically to the koi pond. Well, I'm sure he spent a lot of time there. Probably. Cause... He just... It's probably just as fulfilling as being with Maris. As she... She doesn't seem to be very emotionally fulfilling. Yeah, well, they... Look, uh, Maris and some fish, they have the same level of emotion in their eyes. Oh. They're just all glossy? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, because of all, like, weird sedatives she's taking all the time. Yeah, probably. (laughs) So, I like that... Frazier makes that, like, joke about him being a narcoleptic. He's like, oh, you're narcoleptic. Like, look at us. You're narcoleptic, and I'm a weak-willed sexual obsessive. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it comes out. It finally. It finally. It. Yeah. It's, like, been said. Yep. And I'm like, I feel like I didn't have the words to say it, but I'm like, yes. Yeah. It's... This is it. Uh-huh. This and is... He's probably never going to acknowledge it again, but he it's like he thinks it's that, like, an issue specifically with Lilith, but, like... No. Nah, you're that's just Frasier. Yeah. yeah. We've got it. We've pinned yeah. it down. We've been yeah. saying it for for years now. Uh <laughs> so, for years. For yeah. years of the show. Yeah, I'm I mean, we've been doing the show for a couple of years now. It's been that long. I'm pretty sure it's been that long, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Yeah. So here we are at Frasier's apartment. Oh, wait. So oh. I'm sorry. There was one other thing. Okay, sorry. Because that line, he says, we look like a couple of brothers out of an O'Neill play. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't... So you've probably noticed if you've listened to these episodes, I don't really know plays very mm-hmm. much, but I looked it up. So O'Neill wrote The Iceman Cometh, but he also wrote essentially a bunch of other plays that are all... Like all the title cards in this episode mm-hmm. are plays on O'Neill... <laughs> That references to O'Neill plays so mm-hmm. all throughout this. So that makes sense. Yeah. So this one doesn't have a title card. It doesn't. We're just at Frazier's place. Martin Martin's teaching Eddie a new trick. She, he's super psyched to like show Daphne, mm-hmm. and he's and, and then it was just like, and then like Daphne goes into like that movie dog and uh-huh. how like what the movie dog can do. Yeah. Riding a motorcycle into a burning building and carrying a baby out and jumping out a window. But this is kind of funny because, like, Eddie is a movie dog. Yeah, exactly. And, like, all he can do is roll over. Uh-huh. Which is funny because he's legit acting right now. Right. He's acting like a dog that can't roll over mm-hmm. until nobody cares anymore and then he does it anyway. Yeah. So, which, yeah, it is kind of, it is kind of amusing. And then... Nails is at the door, mm-hmm. and then we... Like, Fraser brings up having a little sherry before Lilith gets there. And so, do everyone... Niles and, and, Niles and Fraser go in together in that scene? Or Fraser's already Fraser's there? Fraser's, like, in the back. Back, and then he walks in. Okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't write that down. I just wrote the next part, and I was like, okay, I know why that happens. Yeah. So, yeah, Fraser's basically saying that Lilith is, is going to come there to rendezvous. Yeah, everyone flips out. Yeah, Martin, da- Martin and Daphne are like, you didn't say she was coming here. Yeah. Like, 
what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, and I, and Martin's just like, don't you, nor-, to, to Daphne, like, uh-huh. don't you normally get headaches? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I literally wrote that down before yeah. he said it. I was like, yeah, Daphne's fine. Last time Lilith was in town, she, like, was, like, like, just practically knocked out with these headaches. I, do they even have a big enough reason? I would say Martin would, but yeah. does Daphne have a big enough reason to, like, be avoiding Lilith? She doesn't like her that much? I think... So, or is she just, just intimidating? I guess like Lilith is intimidating. Yeah, so that's the thing. She's not like she's intimidating, but yeah, I was thinking like they end up running away in terror they when do. they find out Lilith is there. And like, okay, Martin drops his cane, Daphne yeah. goes to pick it up, and he's just like, leave it. Yeah. When she like rings the doorbell. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was wondering that too. Like, what are they actually afraid of? I get them not wanting to be around. Yeah, because they don't like, find her pleasant. Yeah, but like, there's nobody I know who, like, I would like run in terror about them being around. Like, I there's people I would just like find an excuse to not be in the room, but I'm not going to like run away screaming. I mean, there might be some people that you don't know. That's why I said there's nobody I know oh, okay. that like like there there are people in my there are people in my life who I've met that I've disliked a lot and mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be around if I found out they were coming over I'd be busy you know somewhere else. I like that they're coming to our place and you're like no. I'm busy <laughs> no I mean like coming over to any place where I am yeah like, like if you were at like a social gathering right you'd be like yeah I'm gonna be back here right exactly yeah but like not where like. Oh, I have to run it terrified away for, like, a two-minute conversation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are people that maybe you want to, like, you just don't want to engage in a conversation with them yeah. because they're just not fun to yeah. talk to, you know? And, like, and by fun, I mean, like, they're just emotionally draining yeah. people. I just, yeah, I don't know. I guess with Daphne, it, like, if she was getting the headaches... Mm-hmm. As soon if she had been getting the headaches as soon as Lilith landed, then being in the room with her would be it could would be like horrifying. Yeah. But it's not. I mean, doing she that. has been in the room with her before. I know. I'm saying like I could see her well, running away. Well, it's too bad they run away because they don't get to see Lilith in her like the like shopping spree outfit, uh-huh. which is she cannot raise her arms in this because this dress is so short. <laughs> it is pretty short. Because I was thinking about this dress on me, mm-hmm. and I'm. I'm only 5'1", so I wear, like, a short dress on me is not as short as, like, someone that's pretty tall uh-huh. because my legs are smaller. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, I don't think I can wear this dress. I was, so, it's funny, I was thinking, this dress is a dress, but it doesn't cover a lot more than the bathing suit she was wearing in, like, Yeah, it has the very, very low back. Yeah. I think it's, like, a beautiful yeah. dress, and I yeah. think, like... They did a really good job of, like... She must have been cold, though. That's all I can think of is, that dress makes me cold. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's why she's got the big, long wrap, also, mm-hmm. that she can put over her shoulders. So, to help a little bit, I guess. And I, I do, like, you know, this is such a weird thing, because she says it's from a couture line called Encore, mm-hmm. and Fraser says, like, I can feel the curtain rising already. Like... I think we know that Lilith basically runs to Seattle, Mm -hmm. which who's taking care of Freddie? Yeah. I mean, runs to Seattle to essentially hook up with Fraser to make herself feel better because of what happened with her husband, because she's not feeling desirable anymore. And okay. Yeah. But 
I mean, like, she knows Frasier. Like, Frasier makes this kind of commentary all the time. Yeah, but I guess he, you, I, mean, I was going to say he usually only makes it to somebody he's actually attracted to, but you rarely see women on this show that he doesn't say that to. So Yeah, he's just a big flirter. He is, he is. Uh, though I did, the thing I kind of liked about the calling that, like, encore and saying the thing about the curtain is that, like, it's basically like a red sort of velvety looking dress. Essentially, it looks like a curtain. I thought it was purple. It's not oh, It's velvet. like a deep red. It is not velvet. It's satin or silk. Well, it's it, it's something that has a texture to it that reminds me of a curtain that you would see on a stage, is what I'm saying. I think it's velvet. Okay, I'm not saying it necessarily actually is velvet. I'm saying it's something that has some sort of texture to it that reminds me of a curtain. I don't think it's textured at all. I think it's actually satin. I think it looks like silky. It's either satin or silk. It's probably silk if it's from a couture line. I don't know. I'm saying that's what it looked like. He doesn't know fashion. I'm I'm that or I don't remember what the dress looks like. I'm saying I remember it being like purple. No, because I was. I'm saying I was looking at it while I was writing this down and thinking this looks kind of like fabric that you could use for a curtain. Like that's like such an insult. Usually, when someone's wearing an outfit, and you're like, "That looks like like a a stage curtain." Like the kind (laughs) of that's even more of an insult. Like, I love your curtain dress you're because wearing. Because that's what I'm saying. It was called Encore. Encore. I get what you're saying. I'm that's getting all. what you're saying. I don't. I wasn't saying it to be insulting. I'm just but saying. But I really do not think it's a curtain material. Okay. So, Tell us on Twitter if you think it looks... You should watch this episode and let us know if you think it looks like... If that's what they were going for with this. I'm I don't curious. think so. They were just going for a lame sexual innuendo joke. I know. I'm just saying. It's not even a lame one. I was just. It's it, a little it, bit lame. It's I mean, little... it's it's just. Sexual innuendo is usually just sort of like cheesy yeah. jokes anyway. Yeah. So it's not really about the joke being like, ha, 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 that's so funny and clever. It's <laughs> right. just about like being like, oh, I think you're sexy. <laughs> it's my sexy joke. <laughs> oh, winky face. You, that only really works if you're like texting. Uh-huh. If you just say winky face. Yeah, yeah. If you, and you, you don't, don't make even one, wink. You yeah, don't you do don't one. wink. You just say winky face. I don't know. Maybe that that can be a new style. Yeah, that maybe. probably is a new style. Yeah. But also, you have to, like, turn your head to the side while you say it. Like, so it's a, an emoticon kind of thing. Like, mm, sideways, winky face. Thing. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, turn your head sideways. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, you know. I get it. I get it. I yeah. get it. So you look like. Like a, like like a colon a, parentheses. Like a horizontal. Yeah. 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 Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I need to get But there. you could use a winky emoji. Nah. Who uses those? Anyway. <laughs> also, I... Okay, do you remember the episode in the Montana where Fraser's hitting on the, like, neighbor and the bird over here? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't the bird say, like, Fraser's horny or something? No, she says that she's horny. Like, Stephanie or whatever or yeah. something was her name? I think it, yeah, that sounds right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was Fraser because I wrote that in quotes, and I was like, that's what that bird would be saying. I was like, you should just have that bird saying that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He, it says it about Because, I mean, that's what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah, Niles and Fraser like, go to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And they, Frasier... wait, wait, don't they have this conversation before Lilith gets there? Basically, yeah. like, you need to make it so I don't, like, 
regret like sleeping with Lilith because yeah. we saw this in earlier yeah. season. Yeah, maybe. Don't, don't let me sleep with her. Help me keep help keep me away from her. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so Niles is like dragging him away because. But even Eddie runs away from Lilith. I know. Aww. I know. She like starts kind of choke up. I know. She's trying to be nice. Like yeah. She's, not actually being mean in this yeah. episode, except the thing that Literally she says, says to Roz. Roz. Like, all that's when is... she's trying to still hold it together. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and then Niles's advice, like, in the kitchen, which is to summon, like, a gross image, mm-hmm. which is he suggests a dead horse. Yeah, yeah. Because they saw one, apparently, which is very graphic. Yeah, it's gross. Gra- yeah, it is. And then he makes that joke about, like... He, can't beat, you know, a dead horse. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. which, I, which I thought was pretty clever. It was pretty good. I like um, that. So then, then we have this uh, next scene. Yeah, because Frazier insists, like, no matter what happens, he's not going to budge. Yeah. And the very next scene that we see. We see a we leg. See, we see a leg in we a bed. We see, like, and it definitely looks like the hotel kind of, like, white sheets. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, he sees a leg, and then you see Lilith, mm-hmm. and then, but and who's Dr. Lilith? Crane comes out from under the blankets. But which crane so, is it? It's the wrong one. It's, it's a white crane. Uh-huh. Yeah. Origami crane. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I was making, oh, I was making, oh. <laughs> Yeah. What are those called? What color cranes are there? Just white ones, right? I think, yeah, yeah. No, actually, no, because the one that's in the zoo story was definitely not a white crane. I don't know. Yeah, what, what kind of crane was that? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know if they, they definitely, said. Yeah, they did. They definitely did they? said, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember what that was now. A whooping crane. Whoop, whooping, whooping. Was it a whooping crane? It might have been. No, that's what white ones, I think, are called. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about cranes. Anyway, we, yes, you do. You know something about <laughs> Niles and Frazier. And anyways, it's Niles. It sure is. So here we are in the in the next section because yeah. that was like the reveal before the commercial break. Yeah. Yeah. Long night's journey in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see Niles and Lilith just sort of like slowly coming to the realization of like what happened. Mm-hmm. And I do, I did like this, like, she, like, Lilith is freaking out. She's uh-huh. like, what did we do? What did we do? And I was like, well, first you put your, and she's like, I know what we did. <laughs> like, she doesn't, because she doesn't mean, like, mm-hmm. what did we actually do? Like, I don't, like, she remembers yeah. that bit. Yeah. They're, like. I like Niles says that she's bewitching. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we always get those references to her being a witch. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't even really think of that. So, Niles is basically, like, they're just two lonely people that were confused and there was tequila. Yep, yep. Which, what was this, what is this union club? Like, that, like, what it's is happening? It's a tequila club. Apparently. Like, it's... I was... Like, when I think of, like, the sort of club reception things that Frasier and Niles go to, tequila shooters are usually not part of my I also image. never hear the word tequila shooters. Yeah. Like, you just you just take a shot. Yeah. People don't say shooters, do they? Some people There's do. There's something in my head when I think of, like, a shooter, I think, like, a person in a cowboy hat just going, like, Yosemite Sam style, <laughs> like, blasting, like, guns in the air. Uh-huh. That is what I think of uh-huh. as, like, when I think of, like, like I don't know, like, that kind of image. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Uh-huh. But, you know... Anyway, this is I love this because they always order room service. They sure do. I mean, like, look, if you've got the money for it, why not order some room I service? I love room service. Uh-huh. And not I've gotten it very few times, like, in my life. Like, my family's gotten it at mm-hmm. hotels we've been in. And 
I don't know. It's just something so decadent about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it, but it's just like, I'm not paying $12 for some applesauce. Come <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Like, I know that you're doing the service for me, but I, I just, I want to play a respectable price for something. <laughs> right. But exactly. their food looks really good. It does. Um, so I like that the, the, um, I don't know, what is he called? Like the room service attendant? Yeah. I mean, in the credits, he's credited as a waiter. Okay, so oh. the so the waiter, you know, like kind of is eyeing what's going on there, mm-hmm. and then so they got what eggs Benedict and like and eggs, eggs Florentine, yeah, and so she sends them away because they need ketchup. Yeah, she wants ketchup, which I never understood that, like ketchup on eggs. I mean, I definitely, like, as a kid, I would put it on scrambled eggs. But that's the only type of eggs I would put it on. I've never heard that. I I can't even imagine that being possibly good. Yeah, no, I would absolutely put ketchup on scrambled eggs. But it took me a while to understand, like, the whole cheddar and apple thing. Uh Or, like, brie and, like, fig jam. Uh Uh-huh. But maybe because, like, eggs are already, like, savory. And it's, like, ketchup. What is ketchup adding to the I eggs? Mean, it's it's adding a whole bunch. Of, like ketchup has like a little bit of sweetness and a little bit of like uh, the savory. It's a bunch Ketchup-ness. of different ketchupness. It's just, like that's the thing. It's essentially a little bit of all of the various categories of flavors. Yeah, it's got the umami. It's got that umami. It does. It's got <laughs> it's got all of it. So like that's the like. That's what people, why people like ketchup so much. I could, so I can see you put it on like a, just a basic s- scrambled eggs thing, but mm-hmm. something like an eggs Florentine. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So I like how we find out like, so Niles always gets the eggs Benedict after a night of passion. Mm-hmm. Where Lilith is like, oh, that's very rich. Yeah. And Niles is like, I only have it once a year. <laughs> but it's funny because, like, Maris and him were having, like, the weekly conjugal visits. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, when he's talking about a night of passion, he's he, he means something that's more than, like, beyond just... Yeah, yeah. Something they, they that slept together. It's like there's a there's like a when the barracuda, <laughs> like you know, like a night with the barracuda. I think right. he always has a night of passion. <laughs> I I agree. He's special lady. <laughs> um, um. By the way, so the other thing is that like the the important thing is that when they send the waiter away, he also mm-hmm. figures out that this is like their first night together, the oh, first right. time breakfast together ever. So yeah, because Niles is surprised that she wants ketchup. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to talk about eggs Benedict for a second. Okay. Do you think eggs Benedict is rich? It's pretty rich. Yeah, I don't eat it very often, but it's definitely like. Well, I can't eat it because it has ham traditionally. You can yeah. find, like, vegetarian ones, yeah. but I almost, like, never get it. Yeah. But one, I want to say that I really like English muffins. Uh-huh. So, of course, I'm all into this. Also, the college I went to used to do these, like, special, like, weekly, like, lunch special things. Mm-hmm. And they did something with, like, hol- hollandaise sauce. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, on a uh, potato uh-huh. thing. Yeah. And it was so, so good. So, obviously, I, I don't know. I just don't think of it. I just think it was, like, this kind of crapo thing now. Uh-huh. Even though it's a super fancy thing. I'm just like, whatever, that sauce is fancy. But, like, it's just an egg on an English muffin. Like, you could just get some, make some of that sauce, which I understand is hard to make. Yeah. Just dump it on a McMuffin. 
Uh-huh. Like a English, like a thing from McDonald's. What are those called? Like an egg McMuffin. Yeah, an egg McMuffin. Yeah, just dump it on that, and then you got a, a, eggs Benedict. I'm just hurting everyone's feelings right now about <laughs> eggs Benedict. I am so sorry. Okay, so my thing is that I haven't gotten it in a very long time, but that's basically because I think of like. All I can think of is the thing, there's a thing in Anthony Bourdain's book, Kitchen Confidential, Mm -hmm. about, like, why you should never get Eggs Benedict at a restaurant, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, a restaurant does all the prep work way before it actually gets served. Mm -hmm. Hollandaise sauce is basically just, like, egg yolks and butter, like, mixed, all mixed up, and then has to be served warm and kept warm, so basically it's room temperature eggs and butter just sitting for like a couple of hours out in a container like waiting for somebody to order it and it's a like essentially a recipe is one of the snobbiest people well he's not against hollandaise sauce he's against it in a restaurant he's saying Mm. if you want to make it at home fine because you know how long it's been out but if you get it at a restaurant, it's probably been sitting out a couple of hours. He's basically saying this is a food poison warning. Yeah. Like, mm. it's not... It's. It, that's the same with almost anything you can get at a restaurant. True, but usually that's cooked. So it would kill the bacteria. Like, you don't cook hollandaise sauce, so it wouldn't kill the bacteria. It's And it's because it's something like eggs and butter. Like, that's just, like, it's all of the things that can just hold bacteria and feed it really well sitting out at room temperature, which is really good for bacteria. Unrefrigerated, not cooked, like, just waiting. So, well, is it, but it's not just raw egg yolks, is it? I think you put hot butter in it. You have to. Yeah, it's liquid butter. Like, it's it's egg yolk and it's melted butter. Because the egg yolks are not runny. They seem, like, cooked. Yeah, yeah, but, like, the, the sauce is runny. Like the sauce right. is, so... Maybe, I just don't, maybe that, whatever I was getting at my college had to be, like, something out of a bottle. There's no uh-huh. way. Yeah, Like, yeah. you think, like, they made that? Oh, no. No, yeah, no, like, that's different. Like, so, if it's coming out of a bottle, then it's probably, like, pasteurized and, like, you know, it was in a refrigerator and things, yeah. and they would just warm it up when it needed to be used, but if you're getting it at a restaurant, it's probably... Freshly made that morning, but out has been out for a while at room I feel like everyone would... People order Eggs Benedict all the time, and I see people order it, and people would just be like, Yeah, I died! <laughs> like, you would just see all these tweets about that. I know. I'm just saying Ghost that's... Twitter is just bumping. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what I think of when I think of... When I see Holland... Like, something with Holland I thought you were going to say Holland Oats. Yeah. That's what I think of when I see Holland Oats. When I see Holland Oats, just like, man, those guys are ghosts from... A, from eating eating eggs benedict i don't know <laughs> well yeah i don't know either okay you know what i do know is that fraser's at the door oh, oh no oh no whoever would have predicted well they this. don't think it's fraser right i think it's a room, um room they think guy. it's just the the waiter coming back yeah and but he's like lilith you know like he's like saying like yeah. let me in essentially he's yeah. like the big bad wolf <laughs> he's like there like hey yeah. i'm here to knock down your straw hut <laughs> and, oh that sounds gross that's, considering I, why he's yeah, there yeah yeah um so mm. so this is when like i love this line to me this is like a very famous line uh-huh. where like so they usher like niles into the bathroom and they shove the like room service card uh-huh. in there and niles is just like 
food in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. She's and like, just go. Like, I, and, I, and I love that she also pushes so hard that he doesn't stand a chance at stopping her from pushing him into, like, like. Can we he, do a poll afterwards? I'm going to talk about the poll, so, uh-huh. but we should just, you should just upload it now and just say, just do the poll as food in the bathroom. Yes. No. <laughs> I don't know that I want to do that poll because I don't want to find out that there's yes answers. Why? I, I don't think it's food something in the bathroom. Would, I don't like, think it's no. something. Would, I, no. It's not like it's, it's, it would be weird if you're like sitting, like going to the bathroom. Yeah. And well. Eating. Yeah. 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 That's but plenty of people drink wine like in a bath. That's that's true. I guess my so. It's like you ever go to a bar and like there's oh just gosh. <laughs> there's just like a beer like in the bathroom. Have you ever seen somebody? No. I have, and I'm just like, this is like it's just like in the men's room. There's just oh, like a- I saw. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say this when we're Dave and I just went to this Twitch meetup, and mm-hmm. I definitely saw like people like carry drinks in the bathroom. Uh huh. Because, you know, people will take your drink. Right. Especially since you don't really know people. You yeah, know, like, yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, no, I, I just, I can't. I well, you even. have me as a personal I cup do. holder. You can be like, here, hold this, and then hold this, and hold this, and hold this. Oh, yeah. Little known fact, when I go to a bar, I buy all of the drinks <laughs> that I'm going to drink at once. <laughs> and I slowly, like, <laughs> rotating sip from each of them. <laughs> Until the night's over. <laughs> it saves ordering time, but, like, when you gotta go to the bathroom, like, and you don't have a table, and you're just holding these, like, six <laughs> drinks in your arms, and you just have to be like, here, hold this, and hold this, and hold that. Like, it's it's far more complicated. Like, I'm not saying don't do it, because it's definitely a good idea, but... There's Six there's one drawback. Number one uh-huh. but, is um, a lot. Look, I can see three drinks. I get there at like noon. <laughs> whoa, whoa. And... Okay, one. I thought you were going to work. You have oh. something to tell me. Oops. And we'll talk about that later. Anyway, so. <laughs> so. You never wondered why you just show up at a bar that I've already that I'm already there with like six half empty drinks. Is, is that never? Well, the weird thing is weird? like we don't go to bars that often, so like. Oh yeah, right. Um, we'll talk after this. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Fraser. Okay, so I like that. So Lil lets Fraser in, and Fraser's like, "Oh, I'm surrendering you yeah. to you, yeah. and I I can't handle your hard to get, you know, like sorry for playing hard to get last night." Yeah, and uh, and he keeps put like, okay, you know what bothers me? It really bothers me in this scene because like Lilith keeps saying like, "No, let's no, like not yes. not a good idea, no, no," and he keeps pushing and pushing and pushing and like even grabs her and well, like kisses on her neck and does like. Well, you don't have to deny yourself any longer, essentially. Yeah. But, like, she keeps saying no. Like, I get that, like, he might think she's, like, you know, whatever. Like, but the fact is, she keeps saying no. Like, yeah, that bothered me, too. Like, if he just stepped back and was, like, rationally, like, look, if you're holding back because you think we, you, you just, like, 
you know, if there's some uh, something causing you to hold back, and you're worried about like our like this our health together, you mm. know, like you know the health of our relationship together or whatever, our mental health, whatever. It's not a big deal if you like. And then she said like, okay, yeah, no, that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. And like, I get that, but that's not what's happening here. She keeps saying no, this is not a good idea. I don't want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. No, no, no. And she he keeps like. Pushing and pushing and pushing and grabbing her. And then, like, the toilet flushes. And... Oh, yeah. There's also that line about, like, being in bed last night. Oh, yeah, know, yeah. about... I don't know. I didn't write the line down. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he, he's, like, because she's saying it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Like, it isn't right. And he's like, who cares? Can you honestly tell me that when you were lying in bed last night that you weren't thinking of me? Yeah. And then he, like, kisses her on her neck and she's like, Yes. Yep. Like, because, yeah, she can. So, yes. Then the, the toilet flushing, and then she, like, basically says, like, the the toilet's defective, and it's been doing that all night, and, yeah. you know, I didn't I didn't get any sleep because of it. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. You know, and so she slips in there, mm-hmm. and, like, we see, like, Niles is asleep on the toilet because of his, like, narcolepsy. Yeah. And then, basically, she comes back out, and it's just like, well, I... I'm, I'm asking you to, like, he. she wants to go back out there and ask Fraser to leave. Yeah. But he's, um, like, already in his bathrobe. Yeah. This is, like, like, Fraser, you're gross. And like, don't stop being gross. Like, he's so yeah, gross. Yeah, because she's already said no, like, five times. Yeah. And then, yeah, he just undresses. This yeah. is so uncomfortable. Yeah. It's so, and the thing is, like, this is the second episode in a row where somebody who has made no actual open advances to say, I want to sleep with you, goes into their room to find Frasier naked waiting, mm-hmm. or almost naked waiting Well, except, for like, in the other episode, it was, like, a funny, like, misunderstanding, yeah. which but, which could be ultimately really, really uncomfortable. I think in, like, in the real-world context of, like, finding someone naked in your bed yeah. would be, one, ext- incredibly startling. But as long as I leave and, like, they're, like, everyone kind of apologizes, yeah. so it seems okay. Right. But, like, in this instance, it's just, like, stop yeah. it, Frasier, just stop it. Yeah. And... But I love when Lilith comes out and she's like, my God, because she's like, why are you undressed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> Frazier's just so cheesy and says, my goddess. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why? Yeah, oh, man. I, but I love that line. I it think it's good. just yeah, done it really good. well. It is good. Uh, and then this is when the, like, room service comes back with the ketchup. Yeah. And, you know, we find out. He, of course, he's got the, like, one eyebrow raised because yeah, yeah. it's some, you know, like, she's like, no, they'll come back later, you know, just go away. Yeah. And, and Fraser's just like, let's settle this and answer the door. And, of course, it's, like, a different man at the yep. door. Yep. And he wants the bill to be paid now, which, like, why does he need to pay that now? I, why yeah, do he need I to pay this now? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's the thing. I guess... I don't order enough room service to know if this no, makes like, sense. I think maybe at that time, maybe you would pay it then. But yeah. I also feel like you can pay, like you would probably tip charge the waiter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just charge it to your room. Oh, I think it's that like she needs to sign it. Oh. I think that's what it is. She needed to sign off on it to say that it's okay. And, oh, yeah. and that's that's why he needs the bill. And there he's like confused because wh- where's the cart? And mm-hmm. like it's in the bathroom. And she has to like explain why. But Frazier's basically like food in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And I love that like Niles and Frazier both have the yeah. exact same reaction. Uh-huh. She explains it like, oh yeah, I just wanted to like eat while I took a bath. Yeah, yeah. Which 
reasonable, I think. Sure, sure. It's reasonable. I I love this scene. This is a really good scene between, like, Fraser and the waiter while Lilith is in the other room. Because, like, he's explaining, like, oh, she's my ex-wife, but we're reconnecting. And Lilith's just sort of like... Yes, that's wonderful. Well, but he just, he doesn't say that. He's just like, okay. Well, though, first he's just like, yes, sir, that's wonderful. And then that, then he, Fraser says like, who knows, it just may work out this time. And that's when the waiter just says, "Uh, okay. And just sort of like, and then. I wish, I, I think it's like when you're involved with something that you know is like an uncomfortable situation or even like anyone's personal life and you're like working for them. Yeah. Just being as like neutral as possible is really the only way to be yep yep and then because then she comes out and she gives him a very generous tip and and he's leaving and fraser orders an an order of eggs benedict because there's no reason she should eat alone and we again hear him just okay and then like walks off i love like i just love this way like i don't think this is drawn out in jamaican i think it's even i guess it is a lot yeah no he definitely like pauses and like hesitates a bit as he's saying it like that time the first time it's just an okay but the, then it like it starts to get longer each time he's mm-hmm. saying it and w- the funny thing to me about that is like fraser ordering the eggs benedict i'm like does he have the same habit that niles has yes probably because like that's his plan i guess well did the i'm sure that's what they ordered when i wonder yeah i think he got eggs benedict last before. time yeah yeah probably Probably. Also, it's delicious, as we were saying before. That's true. That's true. I just think my. I just think it's weird. I don't know. There's something weird about this. Realizing that both Fraser and Niles order, like, have this ritual of ordering eggs Benedict after a night of passion. Like, that's to me, like. I don't know if he has the same ritual. I think it's just that's what he eats. Right, but see, that's what I was saying. Is like, or that's what's going on. I mean, it's like maybe, he's maybe. Also. Does this so, fit his diet? Probably not. I'm saying, right. Like, we already Lilith brought up... does. <laughs> yep, yep. Tiger noise. I don't know. I can't do, like, that meowing, like, sexy... I, I think you just did. That actually. was not sexy. I th- no, I'm you did sorry. It. The everyone's eardrums. <laughs> right, sexy. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> so... Okay, so then, like, he orders the food, and then as soon as the waiter's gone, tries to, like, make some more moves on Lilith. Mm Mm-hmm. But all I could think is, like, how long is it going to take the food to get up there? Like, you're making some assumptions that, like, food's going to get there, and he... 30 minutes. I was thinking, like... You just wait till you <laughs> as you eat, <laughs> or at least wait until the food's there. Anyway, like, she's not interested. Right. Anyway, it doesn't matter because this is when the crash goes a car, like crashy noise from the bathroom, uh-huh. and then like he busts in there, mm-hmm. and they find Niles asleep, like on the food cart, yep. like with some egg on his face. Sure it is. So yep. funny. Yeah, because um, Fraser just like freaks out and runs away, like runs out of the room. And just his, like, underwear and, yeah. like, robe. Yep. And then, then he, like, comes back. And I, I just like Niles' reaction. It's just like, we didn't do... Because they tried to say, like, they didn't, they didn't do anything wrong. And, like, so when he comes back, he's just like, well, I knew you couldn't stay mad at us. And he's uh-huh. just like, 
I don't have my clothes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking that I'm like, where's he going? He's <laughs> yeah, just yeah. in like socks in a bathrobe. Like, what's yeah. he gonna do? And then like when he comes back, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess he's just gonna come back. So uh, yeah, I think Lilith does a really good job of explaining the situation. Yeah. Like, didn't do anything wrong. She needed like validation as a person, a woman. And, like, it helped, you know, reaffirm her own worth and yeah. and stuff. And I feel like that's what's going on for both. And, like, Niles is like, yes, I was feeling the same way. But it's funny because, like, she said that thing about being, val- like, validated as, as a, a woman. woman. Yeah. And, and but it is, it is totally that for yeah. him as well. Yeah. Well, the most important thing for me in this scenario is the, the thing that Lilith says is that, like, they didn't do anything wrong. She's not married to Fraser. Mm-hmm. Niles isn't married. They don't owe anyone anything. They, mm-hmm. like, did a thing they wanted to do, and that's it. And they don't have to answer to anybody. Like, right. They don't owe anyone anything. They don't have a commitment in any way that would says that, like, Fraser like, owns her or something. Mm. And, like, to me, that's the end of the argument. It's just sort of like, look, I get that you're jealous and a bit upset, but, like, in the end, it's not up to you to decide what anyone else in this scenario does you mm-hmm. know i get it that it could be it could it might hurt a bit maybe like nobody's like super happy with each other but that still like that's all on you like that's up up to you to get past and i feel like that's the end of the argument you know but instead because they're all a bunch of psychiatrists they all decide to psychoanalyze the reasons behind things happen right but, right but fraser like goes off the deep end yeah, here he where he's just like oh no this is your passive aggressive aggressive resentment towards me yeah like you know like lilith the way like he left her and like he found a new life in seattle and like yeah. niles because niles is always jealous of like fraser and yeah. i'm just like that is so yeah. calculated he's, he's such a narcissist like yeah well i mean lilith says that he's don't be so self-absorbed yeah and like and basically said, this is the reason why we didn't stay together. Yeah. Like, the fact that he would assume that two people would sleep together only to hurt him, like, that's the only reason two people would ever be together is, like, and they don't even know it. Like, it's just like, oh, they just internally hate you so much that they have to sleep together to no, hurt I you. No, I feel like, like if you're doing that, you know that yeah. you're doing that. Right. You're like, that's intentional. Yeah. And you don't hide it from the person. Oh, you yeah. You want to make sure that they know that yeah, it happened. They, yeah, you, you want to... Be apologizing because you want them to know. Right. Also, I mean that's kind of a messed up thing to do. Sure, absolutely. But, but if, they, if that's what if that's what they were doing, sure, like, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't be hiding in the bathroom, and they wouldn't tr- be trying to like mm-hmm. pretend it didn't happen. They would have just been like, "Yeah, what's up? Here I am. Hi. That's why we called you over here tonight was to see us he- see me here. That's right. What, you know, like. But that's not what here's happened. the videotape of what happened. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then. Because, like, it, and then, like, Frazier starts to say, like, he has a right to something and then cuts himself off. Mm-hmm. Like, what does he think he has a right to in this scenario? Like, I don't know. Like, there's nothing in this that's his and, like, gives him I mean, like, he rights. even like, recognizes that sleeping with Lilith is not good and that they both think it's a bad idea afterwards. Right. He yeah, he literally spent the whole episode fighting against it because he thinks it's a bad idea. But so as soon what, as he like, doesn't have it, he's upset. Yeah. Which I mean, that's Fraser. Yeah. He has really a tantrum, is. like you know, mm-hmm. even with the Fraser Day episode, he's just like, no, nah, I don't want any special treatment, <laughs> but except I do. Just say that you do. Yeah. Like why? That's like one of the 
insults I see a lot on the internet where, Mm -hmm. or I think it happened a lot earlier. Now I feel like everyone's online, so people don't make the same kind of comments. Mm -hmm. But I used, people used to say, like, to me, like, when I was blogging, like, oh, you're just doing this for attention. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, if I was writing something purposely for attention, you know, like, oh, yes, I want people to leave me lots of comments and, like, I want this video to be viral, whatever. Like, I wasn't making videos. But it it was, it's the same intent, right? Right. But I just wrote whatever I wanted and did whatever I wanted and people liked it. That was a bonus. Of course, yes, I wanted people to make comments. That's the best part about writing on the internet is seeing the comments. Right. But it's not because you're being validated. It's like it's fun to be interact with the people and like yeah, uh, yeah. know that people are being engaged by well, what you're saying. Also, like yeah, and, and then people want to give me compliments. Hi, my Twitter is at Sweetlime. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I just think like um, where was it going with this? Like I think the reason why like uh, Fraser hides that part of him is he doesn't want to be be seen as like narcissistic or like right. self absorbed. Right. I mean, I'm saying narcissistic as in like he really has like a problem yeah not, like like yeah like this you, is a legit like yeah personality like, personality disorder yeah. that it seems like Frazier um, has that he can't see himself doing any wrong but and, i mean he regardless of if he has something like bigger he's definitely self-absorbed yeah. and he likes attention and yeah. i don't necessarily always think that's bad just don't right. deny yourself that like he does, you know what? He has been on the air for that long and deserves those accolades. That's great. Right. Yeah. And just accept it and mm-hmm. accept that that's okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like, in this situation, though, he's not owed anything. Right. He doesn't own Lilith. Right. He never did. Right. She's said no multiple times. Yep. And, like, he even knows that if they had gotten together that they, he would have, you know, like, they would have been upset by it, resented it. Right. I don't know. I think he's just sad because, like, he's lonely. Yeah. No, and I get that. There is, there is a moment that I like that at the end when they're, uh, you know, Frazier's given his analysis and Mm Lil's gave hers. I love Niles's. Like, I love this moment for, of his because, you know, he, he, he says, like, you know, last night was about two people ruled by very powerful superegos, tortured by them, who found a chance, however misguided, to break through and recover their ids together. And then he starts crying a mm-hmm. little bit, and he's like, call me an old softy, but that's how I see it. And I'm like, I just love that in his head, that's a, like, really touching, like, <laughs> sweet sentiment. Uh-huh. Like, I just, like, it's so But great. I love all the jargon there, and how yeah. it's something that, both Fraser and Lilith would understand. Yeah, yeah. But no one else would. Right, right. It doesn't mean anything to most people yeah. listening to this conversation. But, like, in Niles's head... Which is really creepy because touching. they're in a hotel room. <laughs> like, how many more people are going to show up? Yeah, no, that waiter's just outside, like... <laughs> what? What did he just say? I don't know what's going on. Um, no, but it's just, like... I just really like that moment because it's just... it's. It's hilarious to me that he, like, is kind of choking up when he says this thing mm-hmm. that just sounds like like weird jargon that mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything to most of us listening to it. So, oh, and then Niles gets the phone call. Yep, he does. That... And uh, so it's the lawyers again. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He doesn't go. He doesn't fall asleep this yeah. time. He's very upset, but it doesn't put him to sleep. Yeah, it doesn't put him to sleep, uh, so it's, like, basically this has given him the confidence, like, mm-hmm. it has been some stress relief for him. It sure has. It sure has. 
And Are you kind of sad that he got this egg on his face and then he couldn't eat his breakfast because it <laughs> fell on the floor slash on his face? A little bit. A little I bit. am. Yeah. That's like a $50 eggs Benedict. It is. It's probably like 20 but Yeah, still, like... That's expensive. $20 breakfast that you then don't get to eat? Like, that's sad. That is sad to me. And also because I really like breakfast and uh-huh. I'm like, I'm just... Uh, I don't know. Like, it like hurts me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does. Me too. I know. I was definitely sad about that. Anyway, so now, like, we find out... So, Niles is feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Lilith's feeling pretty good. Fraser, not so much. But, uh, you know, he's gonna get over it. But, like, Lilith's feeling good because she, she was feeling unattractive. She wasn't feeling, yeah. you know, she like, she, she was feeling undesirable. And now she realizes, like, basically she's got these two men after her mm-hmm. in this scenario. Like, obviously, she's not unattractive. Mm-hmm. Everybody's pretty happy, and then, uh... Room service happens? Uh, Doesn't the room service come back, or...? No. Yeah! Oh, 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 right, right, Yeah, they right. do, because, they do like, bit, yeah. Lilith goes to get the breakfast, right? Yeah. And so then it's just Niles and Fraser in the room? Like, they drop the eggs Benedict? back i thought yeah, that's what happened it was yeah i was trying to figure out where lilith actually went in that scenario but she's not in that room yeah yeah um, because he opens it and then it's just like okay that's <laughs> yeah. what he says it's yeah. like okay uh-huh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep yeah and then i think that's it I, oh did she just go into the bathroom yeah like, i think yeah. she goes in the bathroom to get the breakfast right 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 yeah and, yeah and they come with uh, the new Eggs Benedict and the yeah. bill. Someone's gotten to get to eat some Eggs Benedict. Yeah. One way or another. But yeah, I, I, I did. I Yeah, I really like the waiter that moment where he just kind of shows up and sees the two of them there. Like, it's it's good. Yeah, this like, would be like a really crazy thing going uh-huh. on in this hotel room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I, like, I just want to imagine, like, what his reaction is like but what he head. thinks is like, going on exactly exactly oh that reminds speaking of because think- he doesn't know that fraser and niles are brothers right he, he thinks like a crazy threesome is happening or happening right. or yeah. something something thinking about that that reminds me earlier in the episode i like I like to think about how these things look to somebody who's like an outside mm-hmm. observer. There's that, the moment when we first see Niles get the phone call from mm-hmm. uh, Maris's lawyer, and I'm just imagining this phone call from the perspective of, of the lawyer, right? The lawyer's telling him, telling Niles something. Like, imagine being on the phone, you tell somebody something, and they start yelling at you, and then snoring. And then they repeat the last thing that they said to you, and then you just, you're shuffling around, and then some other person is now yelling at you that he'll call you back, mm-hmm. and then hangs up. Like, that would be such a weird experience if you're on the phone, because, like, you don't know, like, any of what's happening on the other end. You're just like, I'm talking to a person, I'm telling him what's going mm-hmm. on, they're talking back, they're snoring, they're repeating themselves, someone else is yelling at me, the phone call's over. Like, yeah. from your perspective, like, that's an insane experience, like, in that moment. Like, what is happening there? Mm-hmm. I just think... Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, like, I didn't even think about that. Like, it doesn't seem that strange from our perspective as the audience watching right. it, but, like, from that actual lawyer, if that person actually existed, like, that would be so weird. But it would weird. also look weird to other people in Cabernet Nervosa that just be like, why is that guy suddenly snoring over there? <laughs> well, it's true. That's true. But, like, they would have to be, like, listening in enough or, like, watching to, like, see uh, what's going on. That's what you do at a cafe. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, did you have anything else on this episode? Well, we need to talk about the end scene. 
Uh, right, right, right. Yes. So where it's just like her, it's just Lilith in the bathroom, uh-huh. just like sitting down and like eating breakfast yep. in the bathroom, yeah. which I think is pretty funny. Yeah, especially because she, it's not like she's just eating it from the cart. She has laid out a whole like di- what looks like a dining set on the cart. Like she's got it laid out in such. No, a way. No, but that's like how it was served. Yeah, but I'm saying it looks like she has laid it out in such a way that like they took the cart and then she like. All no, the- it's on the cart. Okay. What I mean is, I know all the things were on the cart, but, like, half of it had been knocked down and things like that. So she clearly, like, arranged it better. So it was designed for where she was sitting on the toilet so she could use it as a table and just sit at it and, like... Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I just... I like that she took the time to, like, well, make it... Well, how look- else would she eat it? Because the one side that was facing her was, like, Niall's egg face sandwich. <sighs> I know. I'm just saying, it seems to me, it looks to me as if she took the time to arrange it better after, like, it had been all smashed and whatever. Well, so yeah, of course. She's not a troll. <laughs> but then she takes, and she just dumps ketchup, ketchup all, all over, over her, everything. Like, like, the entire plate is just, like, ketchup. And, like, I just find that hilarious. Except for the one piece of asparagus that's, like, hanging yeah, from her, her mouth, mouth the entire time. So, Yum. Yeah. Um, I just love it because, like, I feel like she is also supposed to be, like, really sophisticated. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know why she is, but she isn't. Yeah, no, she's not. Because people are more complex than just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know. I just, I just, I really like that fact yeah. that, like, you know what? No, I'm gonna dump ketchup all over my plate. Yep. This is just what's happening now. Betsy, Betsy, Betty, whatever her name is. <laughs> right, Betsy. Well, first I'm doing drinks. Betsy. I'll get there. Fine. I'll get there. Um, ketchup? Uh, <laughs> I guess there's enough ketchup in this so you could think of it as a drink. Uh, no, they have some sherry, uh, some mineral water, uh, some... Oh, is that what... Is, okay, so that blue bottle... I'm pretty sure it's some mineral water. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the tequila shooters. Obviously, we don't see those, but they happened. Uh, and the tea that she's drinking in the final scene. I don't know. It's tea in that coffee. It's coffee. Is it coffee? Oh, yeah. I thought it was tea. Because it's a tall teapot, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you coffee. Know, you're right. It is top coffee. You're coffee. correct. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee, coffee. Then uh, the only caller in this episode was Betsy, who was played by Halle Berry. Oh. And that's it. So rate the episode. What, how, okay, what, what, do you, what would you rate it? I am going to give it uh, four and a half... Stan Jablonski's out of five. Oh, see, I was thinking about doing that, so uh-huh. I'm glad I asked first. Okay. So I think five out of five, eight Benedicts. <laughs> okay. Or maybe five out of five. Okay. <laughs> this is confusing. That is confusing. That is confusing. Um, right. Or like five out of five lawyers on the phone. Marist lawyers, divorce lawyers. Okay. Um, I think I'm at like 20 now. That's a lot. Yeah, no, I, I just, but it's still 20 out of 20, so it still rounds to yeah, the I same. Just, I thing. love this episode. Mm-hmm. Five out of five, Fraser's business socks. <laughs> he's totally wearing some business socks. Yep. He's got his robe on, but then he's also got just some business socks. It's business time. Yep. But it's not. Five out of five, asparagus <laughs> pieces. Uh-huh. Asparagus. Stem stocks? Uh, spears. Spears. Yeah, spears. Okay, and then for um, our section, I'm listening. Or Mm -hmm. we're listening, rather. We're listening, because there's two of us. Well, I'm not. I'm... 
So, I just... You can go on, who's not listening no, now. No, you should be listening. I want to, um... I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Okay. Um... <laughs> I'm listening now. Uh, I just want to thank. There was. Uh, I want to thank uh, Kyle Flack, who wrote a very nice uh, tweet about us to his followers, uh, telling people that he should listen to the podcast. So, oh, do you do you have his uh, Twitter name? I, I do. He's uh, at KP Flack. It's F L A K. And um, yeah, he just said if you're a fun person who likes fun, try out this fun Fraser podcast. So. Thank you. I do like fun, and I hope the rest of you listening like fun. Yeah, everyone go follow him. He's an awesome poet, and go buy his book. Yes. Yeah. Did you have anything else for this episode? Five out of five fun times. (laughs) One half out of five, Kyle Flax. So... Alright, so with that, uh, this has been episode 515, Room Service, and this is TGIF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. No, no, no. Try that again. Good mental. Ah! <laughs> Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at SweetLime on Twitter, and I'm SlowMotionWalter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at Patreon.com slash TGIFArcade. Thanks for listening. Good night, Seattle! We love you!